If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire March Badness Selection Sunday with special guests from the Decibel Geek Podcast, Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. And of course, your host, Elsie and Baco. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I'm joined with the official bracketologist of Cobras and Fire, Baco. How are you, sir? I am well. I'm just bracketologizing like a madman over here, Luce. Ooh, I like it. Bracketologist. It's an official what are we title. Into? It is an official title. Yeah. It's a job uh, by uh, some ESPN uh, standards. So, got to add that again to the. Uh to the resume, to the, the, the job roles, yes, yeah. LinkedIn, update the profile. Yeah, yeah. I remember when, uh, you know, that, that term was used first, it was just kind of a joke, and then now literally people are introduced on ESPN during March Madness as like, like such and such, and below it will say bracketologist. And I'm yeah. like, seriously? Yeah, come on, man. That's something that Pizza Hut uses to sell pizzas. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you add ist to the end of anything, it sounds better. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, can't. Allah or Allah? Allah. Allah, just. Allah, just. If you add Allah, just to the end of anything, mm. go for it. Elsiologist? Podcastologist? <laughs> Podcastology. Yeah, see? Now it's a science. Yeah, there we go. March Badness is coming back. We've done this for a few years now. And we go back a few years. We actually did a whole month of March Badness. Uh, We've decided that that was too much to take on as of last year, I know. We just did the one Duff Leopard uh, Adrenalize. Is that right? That was Um, enough. And so this year we decided to kind of branch it out a little bit more um, and actually do a bracket where the listener gets to choose what album we end up talking about for March Badness. So or this is going to be the women's NCAA bracket, not the men's. So there were only 32 uh, selections will be made. All 32 records have been seeded in head-to-head matchups that will be whittled down to one champion, chosen by the listeners from an online poll. So we'll kind of go round by round, and they will decide what is the worst of the March Badness albums that we're going to talk about at the end of March. Yeah, no, I totally understand it. I read your message in full, and I just want to summarize what we're about to get into. And yeah, go for it. Yeah, so I've got, like you said, we're going to have 32 teams on each side. So we've got 64 albums, bands. Huh? 32 albums. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I've got 32, 32, well, my notes say team, so that's, I guess that's my first mistake. Um, but but yeah, so so we've got, we've got 30, 64 albums, and I've got eight wild cards. <laughs> Um, and we're going to determine the the order of who goes first, 
by rock, paper, scissors every round, mm. um, and then followed by who picks the shortest straw. <laughs> and also, we'll do rounds of playing each other with Mike Tyson's punch out mm. uh, to see who wins. Is that accurate? Did I get yeah, everything absolutely right? Absolutely, none, none of that is right. Uh, you, didn't get, <laughs> you didn't get a single thing right. So it's a classic uh, conversation with Loose Cannon, uh, both verbal and written, uh, and absolutely nothing cracks cracks through. Yeah, uh, th- that has been kind of the the, the funny part about this between. Um, our, our, our two esteemed guests and yourself, I've never had to explain what I went in my head, of course, is super simple. Uh, sure. Uh, something so many times. <laughs> what are we doing oh. again? Huh? <laughs> it's like, so I've, I'm, I'm ready. That's my point. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to do this. Uh, who, who's going to be joining us on this episode, though? We have uh, the mothership joining us, uh, Aaron Camaro and uh, Chris Sinzak from Decibel Geek are going to help us uh, each select. Uh, each of us are going to select uh, eight records that will be then voted on um, by the by the listeners uh, on our social media pages. Now, for some reason, Facebook doesn't let you do them on pages anymore. So, people, you're going to have to go to the group. So if you're in the Decibel Geek group or the Cobras and Fire group or you follow us on Twitter, you'll mm-hmm. be able to vote on everything. Just If you're not, just join one of those groups or or start following us on Twitter. That's the easiest way to do it. Uh, there's not going to be any special password or anything like that. You just need to click and vote. And you know what? Vote as many times as you want if it lets you. I don't give a shit. Uh, it, it really is just for fun. So, um, sure. But yeah, it is important uh, that when you're done listening to this, the following uh, when So this episode comes out on Tuesday, even though this is called Selection Sunday. And yep. uh, we are going to have the polls start immediately the following day on Wednesday. So uh, start voting right away. We're going to have a Sinzac uh, region, uh, a Camaro region, a Baco region, and an LC region. And at the end, there will be a final four uh, of, of all of our picks. Uh, so each one of us will be represented in the final four. And of those, uh, that all get whittled down to one. And that, of course, will be the record you and I discuss for March Badness 2021. Yeah. So, so in, in summary, was it hard for you to find a ton of bad, bad albums? No, not really. I mean, I had 20 pretty quick, and then I think over the next, I don't know, few weeks, you know, we started talking to Chris and Aaron on this back in November, um, and so I, I did a list kind of off the top of my head right away. I came up with about 20, and since that time, I, I got up to about 36. I was actually more surprised that I think of the 34 that I had on my list, there only about 12 were actually taken including my own eight picks. So it was it was good that there was a wide variety of uh, what you brought and what uh, Chris and Aaron brought too. Yeah, no, I thought that was fun. I also like the fact, well, it's, I also like the fact that we're doing this, you know, fair and balanced because we're also, you know, giving the, the Polish community a voice and cheeseheads. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a good one there, man. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Hey, no band from What's Wisconsin our- ended up on Camaro's list. Where was Local H or, or the CWA or Tough? Come on. You tell me yeah, Tough well, never released well, a shitty record? Yeah. What, what else? Uh, how does Hair of the Dog not make it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, everybody had great picks. I think uh, I think people are going to have a lot of fun listening to this episode and then also you know, voting. I'm going to be paying attention very closely because I, I got a feeling that it's not going to be one of the number one seeds that actually win it all. Um, I think this is going to be an upset year. 
I think it is too. I mean, I had probably everybody out there probably has five that they can they can pull right now on their head. Yeah. And uh, but uh, we'll see how those go. So. Uh, yeah, and if anyway. you vote and, and you think we missed a record, go ahead and leave it in the comments section. We might yeah. be doing this next year. So exactly. give, us, give us some. Uh, we're we're going to eliminate at least one record from future contention. So that was one of the rules. No records that you and I have ever talked about. We're not going to rehash something we've already done. So that right. that eliminated like the Elder, Adrenalize, Saints of Los Angeles, Saint Anger, um, yep. Crazy Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can still talk about those again, though. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I mean there, there probably is enough fodder there if we really needed to get into it. But <laughs> I, I, out of all those, I'll tell you the one I want to listen to the least uh, again is Saint Anger. Um, yeah, that if you notice on our episode, that's the one that, that featured the least music <laughs> <laughs> clips. So, but anyway, you want to get down to this or what? Yeah, man, here we go. March Badness 2021 Selection Sunday with your guests. Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro from the Decibel Geek Podcast. Have fun, people. Uh, well, how are you, gentlemen? Good. Snowed in in Nashville. Can't yeah. really go anywhere. Just hanging around. Of course, I'm working from home, and it's the, there's a pandemic going on, so can't really go anywhere anyway. So just uh, same old, same old, really. No, and it's kind of funny, too, because when you're in Nashville and everything gets completely iced over, then after a year, you truly find the true meaning of quarantine because <laughs> now everybody's forced to, stay, to actually stay home. Yeah, right on. You can't say. Are the roads really that bad, or the neighborhood roads are? Yeah, yeah. The main roads, I think, are pretty well treated. But I just I haven't had much occasion to really go out. I mean, normally I'd be getting drunk and you know railing against Oprah down at Kid Rock's bar, but I decided not to do that. <laughs> That's still open. I heard. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. It never yeah. closed. That's right. uh, the, the woohoo girls haven't left yet. Yeah, the woo girls will never go away. And, and LC, you're just uh, relaxing on another family vacation that'll end in some sort of disaster we'll cover on the program? Uh, sure, yes. I actually do have a story already. No, oh, nice. Uh, we'll save it. <laughs> we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. And uh, yes, I'm, uh, I'm avoiding my family, as any good podcaster would do. So I'm thrilled to see both Aaron and Chris on this call because, uh, my God, it's, uh, you've inspired everyone. Uh, the two of you, you are, you are a force in the podcasting industry. So we are honored to have you both together. We've inspired all the ones that quit already. That's right. That have already quit <laughs> we're the last. We're the, we're the ones that hung in there. Yeah, that's right. I'm that's glad we're the we're wind here. beneath your wings. We're the dingleberry right. on your asshole. <laughs> that's, right. that's that's more. That's put better than I could have done. Uh, so we, poetic. We can get Bette Midler to sing that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Sammy Hagar are up to these days. Oh, <laughs> what time did Watley check in? Yeah, uh, good oh call my. back. <laughs> well, we of course this is our first annual March Badness Selection Sunday. Elsie um, would like uh, to point out that we are there's plenty of bad records we've done on the show before, so those have all been eliminated. So if you're freaking out that we're not getting into you know uh, Saint Anger or uh, Sonic Boom, that that's why we've already covered those. So if you're new to the show, go back and look those up because it's it's fucking comedy gold. Yes, Ben Halen three Adrenalize. There you go. 
With that, Aaron Camaro, you are on the clock. What is going to be the first pick ever in the oh, yeah. March on Badness the clock, Bracket? On the clock, the March Badness Bracket, making history with the very first pick. And I got to say, I love it when you guys do the March Badness shows because, you know, it's it's fun and it's great when you talk about albums you love. That's easy. Anybody can talk about the great albums, you know, of hard rock and metal. <laughs> we we do that all the time for nothing. But to break it down and take an album that's not good and talk about it, you guys are right. It's comedy gold, and I love it when you do it. And I'm hoping that one of my draft picks makes it down to the final album that you guys are going to review for March Badness. And so to start it off, I'm going to kick it off with an album. I, I got strong feelings about this one. I think the listeners will push this one through to the end because I'm dying to know what you guys think of Guns N' Roses' Chinese Democracy. Ooh. It was definitely That's on my pick. list. Yeah. So, I don't know oh. if it's because it took so long for it to come out or because it's nothing like classic GNR <laughs> or because everybody was just frustrated at that point with it, you know, being bloated. It's to me it's an Axl Rose album. It shouldn't really even be called Guns N' Roses. There are moments of coolness on it, but for the most part it's kind of shitty. But I want to see what you guys think of it. I'd love to know your opinions on it after you really break it down. And that's my number one pick in the 2021 March Badness Draft. Mark it down. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's that's a great... If you're going to think of uh, one of the most disappointing albums, too, if you want to rank it that, not even as, as bad as it is, but like... Uh, is, it, is it cool if we just touch on a few things? Yeah, whatever you want. Forward yeah. from this? Okay, cool. I still remember getting this thing from Best Buy, sitting in my car, not leaving my car, and and not going home and listening to it and like, what the fuck? Because I was just thinking like, Axel's voice, if they took 500 takes, that's the take that they picked? Because mm. that's just my synopsis on it. I thought his voice ruined Even the, some of the songs I thought were good, his voice just sounded off. I bought. I picked up the vinyl when, remember Best Buy kind of bought this project and basically- yeah. Paid for right. it yep. and then lost their ass on it. I bought it for a buck ninety nine, and I probably should have bought ten of those fuckers. You know, wow. I was just like, but because uh, now they're a little worth a little more now. But well, excellent job, Aaron Camaro. That's the way to kick, yeah. kick off the first bracket. Uh, up next on the clock, we have Chris Sinzak. Who you got coming in at your number one seed in the in the Sinzak re- region? Well, first off, should we call it the Sniznak with- region, or would you like uh, the Sisnak? <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever way you want to mispronounce it, go ahead, Mr. Bacon. Um, oh, I like that. Mr. Uh, bacon. Uh, <laughs> is it bacon or um, Bacon? Bacon, yeah. Every year I go to Germany, my favorite festival is Bacon. Um, oh, yes. I like that. Over there, backing uh, off. Yeah. So, uh, good pick with Chinese democracy because uh, although I, I tempered my expectations probably two years before it finally came out because once it got past like year 12 or 13, I was like, there's no way this is going to live up to any hype mm. anyway. Sure. So just, just don't expect much. And, and It'd I did a fun one much, to talk but, about though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. interesting to hear what you, your, your angle on it. All right. So my, my number one seed, this came to mind immediately. And I have a feeling this one's going to win just because of the train wreck that this album is. God damn it. And I think you guys are going to have a horrible time having to listen to it again to decide what you're going to say about it. Oh My number one seed is Peter Chris, One for All. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere totally different, but yeah. this, this is a fucking yeah. solid one. 
Let me. Yeah, I gotta check here. List. I did not even have that on my list. I don't know how that got missed. <laughs> Probably subconsciously, I literally don't want to hear it. <laughs> not again. I much. It was. It yeah, was on, that one's it was definitely on. on my list too. Yeah, it was on my list. I've never heard it. I've just heard that it's so bad, <laughs> so I put it on my list. So this well, one for the com- we do have to. Yeah, yeah for the ahead. comedy factor alone, I want to hear what you guys have to say yeah. about that. Oh, that's a strong, <laughs> right. strong number one seed there. Oh, all right. Well, uh, LC man, uh, you're up. What, what do you got for your number one pick? And I got to tell you, I thought this would already be picked, so I am confident this may make it all the way to the final round. Is just as as you two are also confident in your pick, but my number one seed is one that still. I actually went back. It's one of those things you go back to. Was it really that bad? Was it that bad? And yes, it fucking was. And that is Megadeth's Risk. Ooh. Yeah. That's uh, a good one. I got that on my list, too. Okay. And that's that's uh, kind of a standard. This is a terrible album pick. But, man, I I got plenty to say about that one. I had it on my list, but I actually had it in the, the, the two to three seed tier. But you still took it away yeah. from me, mm-hmm. so. I, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I'm it was not made a fan it, it was, of it either. It was recorded here in Nashville, and Dan Huff, right. who was in Giant, produced it, which was a weird, a weird pairing. Um, it's one. It's like because there's a lot of the later era Megadeth stuff I like, like Super Collider. I actually like that record. I like In Game. I like United Abominations, but Risk just doesn't. It's just so clearly a band doing something they're not supposed to be doing. But even yeah. if it's even if it's a band doing what they're not supposed to be doing to me there's not a good song on it except for prince of darkness i think prince of darkness is actually pretty cool yeah i think there's maybe two good songs on it tops <laughs> yeah it, it sucks uh i uh i um i listened to it for the second time ever when we did the megadeth anthology lc so that, that <laughs> well, and, okay. and i own it so it <laughs> yeah it's been collect- it collected dust from shortly after it was released till then here, all I have to say about it is insomniam, niam, 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 niam. That's the opening track. And it, goes down, it, goes, it goes down from there. Ugh. You can't even help it by adding a, a, a fucking rat to it. They tried to make it look tougher later when they, re- where they reissued them and threw a, yeah. a mouse in a trap. I'm like, no, you're not tricking anybody. No. Too late. All right. Well, I, I'll let you guys know something here. All eight of my contestants, the, the eight picks that I thought... If I could only have eight, all of them are still on the board. Like, wow. like, uh, wow. so nice. I, I'm a little surprised that, that none of these got taken, and that kind of me- messes me up. I actually thought it would be easier because I thought that a couple of these would be gone already. But um, I think, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this only because it's, <laughs> it has to be a number one seed, and because of yeah. who the band is. I'm gonna take this over one another record that I think might actually win this whole thing, but maybe that'll come be someone who comes in as a two or a three. But uh, Kiss Monster is my number oh, one seed. Sh- huh. <laughs> I fucking love that record. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna make it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I don't boy. think so. If you're gonna be asking listeners to vote for what they think is the worst, I don't uh. think that one's gonna make it. Yeah, maybe I'm playing the Vegas angle. I'm trying to get one of my lower seeds further in, and they're kind of coming with the surprise attack. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually don't disagree with what you guys are saying. I think that, I think more than Sonic Boom, sucking oh, yeah. monster is is a little more divided. Like there there seems to be some concessions that that people all almost unanimously people hate Sonic Boom, but Monster not as much. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I while agree. I agree, but it's Kiss, and they always get the votes. So yeah. Oh, if, we, yeah. if that one ends there, I'll just go over your whole. It's gonna be Peter Chris and fucking Sonic Boom at fucking at the end. <laughs> I can already see it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'd root for then. Jesus fuck. See, you just said you did the same thing. It's a Freudian slip. You call it Sonic Boom again. Ah, yeah, that's the same See? record if you ask me. But anyway, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't have yeah, Sinzak yeah. on here to fight with him. So okay, I'll ha- if it if it wins, I'll happily come on and argue with you through the whole show. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have like a, a clip of you just saying wrong, and we'll just drop it in all the time. Yeah. So it'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> the worst point counterpoint episode ever made. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I get back to back picks. So that was part of the beauty of this. Is so, um, um, going into the second round, then. So this would be my second seed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to do uh, Lulu by Metallica Lou Reed. Oh, I figured that asshole. was going to be your first. That was going to be my second. I totally was... forgot about that one. I, I tried to forget that even existed, and it was working until just now. <laughs> yeah. I had yeah, the same and, thing with Peter Chris. Way, <laughs> yeah, same one, Lulu. I've only heard the thirty second like clips when you like sample it. I've I never would be heard listening it to the yeah. whole album for the first time. <laughs> yes, you've all heard all you need to hear. Exactly. So, so that would be it. That would I gotta say that would be a fun one to go through it next. <laughs> I, that thing. So I can't. That I can't remember what review it was, but some review came out that kind of nailed it perfectly. It was like Metallica, rush, you know, working through half-baked ideas in an apartment, records while an elderly heroin addict down the hall recites poetry. Exactly. All right. Maybe, maybe we should do it. If we do Lulu, it's like a reaction episode. Elsie, uh, you and I will fly to Ron Keel's house. He'll make chili while we sit in his hot tub, and uh, we'll listen to the record live and just comment as we go. Yeah. I'm, okay. I would love to hear Ron Keel try to put a positive spin on Lulu. <laughs> right. He could. I think yeah. he'd sell it. Oh, I'm sure he could. If anybody could. Uh, you that know what? That was great. Uh, these guys have been around. They can earn the right to do what they want to do, and they work their ass off. And yeah, right. yeah, you so there's your it. angle. So, all right, Elsie, yeah. you're next, man. Okay. Let's see here. <sighs> Well, there's there's three here that, that could equally be a nice uh, second seat here. I'm going to go with, uh, and this is maybe not as famous of an album, but it is one that I, I think would be fun to go through. And uh, one that I've, just like Lulu, I've only heard a few things, uh, just a clips of, and that is Lynch Mob's release, Smoke This, their new metal oh. rap album, 1999. I don't know if I've ever heard that record. Hmm. You're right, man. I totally, totally forgot about that one. That album is awful. I bought that when it was new. <laughs> wow. I never bought it. I've only, I've only, again, sampled it. And I didn't even know it existed until, like, somebody brought it up in a podcast. I was like, no way. George Lynch did a rap rock Yeah, album. yeah. George Lynch trying to capitalize in on Limp Bizkit popularity. Yeah. Oh, good God. I had no idea that's what it was when I bought it. And I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a good rock <laughs> album with George Lynch, you know, because it's Lynch Mob. And it, it was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I saw that tour with uh, my boy Wilson and, and about seven other people. And it was just a disaster. That band and, and 
And you know, oh. th- like they even played like two docking tunes in that rap metal style. It was like, what <laughs> the hell? Which ones? Uh, Breaking the chains and um, oh fuck, uh, I want to say it's not it's not love. No, uh, you just got lucky. One of those two, I think. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a memorable night. Yeah, and then you get to the, it's like all this weird shit that's like, you know, break the cage, and then like all of a sudden the guitar solo comes up, and it's spot on, but like the drum beats all fuck up, and it's, I don't know, it's, it was weird as hell, man. I would, I would love to hear Just Got Lucky, the uh, rap remix. The Limp Biscuit version? And, yeah. And we're talking Just Limp Biscuit $3 dollar bill, y'all, not Limp Biscuit <laughs> Nookie. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that's my. Oh, hell that see, was not on my list pick, at all, but that's a good pick. Really good. It's outside the box for sure. Yeah. Sure, man. Really good pick. Does it go to me now? It does. CC, you are up. All right, this one, and I think I think you guys may have referenced this on your show before, just because this <laughs> album is so ridiculous. But you haven't done an episode on it. Um, my pick is an album that came out in 2014 by Uncle Ted Nugent called "Shut Up and Jam." Hmm. I don't think we've ever referenced it, but if it's Ted Nugent, I'm well, in. <laughs> it's the first album since 2007's Love Grenade, another classic. <laughs> um, and I just want to read some of the song titles from this album, so you have an idea what you're in for if All this right. one ends up winning. Oh, good, good. Um, there's songs called um, I Love My Barbecue, uh, Throttle Down, Do Rags and a 45, and another so- uh, Semper Fi. And a song called Trample the Weak, Hurdle the Dead. So that's what you have to look forward to. Uh, I Love My Barbecue is a real classic. Sprinkling in those song titles was a money move, man. Uh, People (laughs) listening to this are like, that's a, a, now maybe I want them to do that. (laughs) This this might as well be a number one seat after you just, that sell job you just Uh, did there. Yeah. Ron Keel can sell my fucking Lulu. You just made people want to check this record out. Oh, you have to listen to it for how bad it is, but it's it's also I love the irony of a draft dodger writing a song called Simplify. It's funny as hell. Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, uh, shit himself. Yes. You not that's the first one tonight, and you knocked that Wikipedia read uh, read out of the park. What are you well, talking about? I had nothing to do with Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> you sure that wasn't the track listing? Right on. I have Chrisopedia. I don't have Wikipedia. Mm, right oh, on right. money. Anyway, nice. Killed it. Sinsopedia. <laughs> Sinsopedia. There you go. <laughs> Wiki sins. All right, Camaro. What you got? Yeah. All right. So far, and you guys have all had we we actually should have made you. Awesome no, oh, hold on. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you there, Camaro. We should have made you like because of your beautiful backdrop there. Pull each one out of the wall as Ooh, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. I actually own a lot of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry to interrupt you there. What do you got for number your second seed? All right. You guys have had some awesome picks so far. I feel really good about my first pick. Um, some of them have been on my list. A few of them you guys mentioned have not. Some of them I'm surprised I didn't even think of. But this one, when I think about Bad albums by awesome bands. This one always jumps to the front for me, and I think this one's also a contender to make it down to the very end because I would love to hear you guys explain to me Aerosmith music from another dimension. I had that one, too. Yeah, it's pretty universally hated, I would think. I'd, I never hear anybody say, hey, that, that last Aerosmith album, if that's the way it ends, man, they went out on a high note. Nobody oh, says that. 
It's hmm. so I don't understand, you know, how a band <laughs> so good at one time, you know, to get to there, you know, and to release that and go, here you go, fans. You're going to love this. It's Aerosmith. Produced by Jack Douglas, too, right? fans loved it. Yeah. yeah ja- can't believe Jack Douglas was part of it. I, but yeah, he's the producer. I, I just think it's... Uh, the one thing that's impressive about the album is I've never had a rock album that had 13 ballads. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> oh, many ballads. Sucks bad. None of them are good either. No. Yeah, they're all they're all like shitty versions of Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Shittier, I mean. Hey, Actually, no. I'm hoping that I, I don't, I don't win because I don't want to hear <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> but it's too late. There it is. That's my pick. All right, well, you're up again one. there, Another buddy. Solid. What do you got for number three? Oh, shit. I'm up right again, right away again. Um, Let's see. Let's see. What do I got on my list here remaining? Um, I'm going to go with this one. It was a band that I loved a lot. Came out with this album at a time where they were getting no love. My next nominee for March Badness is Warrant Belly to Belly. Ah. Mm. Oh. I almost had that on my list too. I was, uh, your thoughts on it? I like some of the songs on that one. There's stuff on it I like, but I mean, if you love Warrant, if you love Cherry Pie, if you love Dog Eat Dog, then Warrant's Belly to Belly kind of left you feeling like, uh, what is this? What's going on? I mean, it, I guess they were trying to do something that was seemed relevant at the time, but. I always felt like Janie Lane was such a good, awesome songwriter that he didn't need to kind of follow trends and was doing the best when they were just being an awesome rock band, creative lyrics and awesome vocals and killer guitars, drums and bass, you know, and this one has got some of that, but it's also got some weird shit on it, too. So I'd be interested to hear you guys take on Hmm. the album Belly to Belly. I actually just uh, had yeah. down Warrant Discography as one of my choices. <laughs> oh. <laughs> By the way, we have completely different opinions on that. That'll be a good Come on now. Harsh. Yeah. But, That's uh, harsh. Yeah, even that the cover. It wasn't, it wasn't odd. It didn't even look like it was. I was like, this is Warrant, right? That oh, odd. Yeah. It was like they were trying to put out an album that separated themselves as far away from Warrant as you could be mm. without actually changing the name of the band. Wasn't yeah. wasn't that on CMC Records? Yep, it was on one like, of those. The, the, they were the CMC Records were known for like unbelievably bad album covers. Like whoever was in their design <laughs> department, oh my god, did a no doubt. Job. It didn't, right, and then technically, I think they were known then as Warrant '96. Yeah, that is correct. That is too. That's that's the name of the. Is album. that a legal thing? No, oh, I think so. Because they didn't oh, want to be associated with those warrants from those other years. Oh, right. And then what happens in 1997? Are you still Warrant 96? Yeah. <laughs> I don't right. know, but they're still doing heaven at the end of the concert. I can guarantee you yeah. that. It's, it it, it all depends away. on how well this album sells. Nope, we're ready to be 97 now. Wait, <laughs> no. That's actually, they had a bunch of numbers. I think it was Warrant 96 was like the, and then the subtitle was Belly to Belly. And I think it was volume one, if you remember that. Like there was right, yeah. Second volume. Was. Really? But I thought you were making ones. one of your jokes there. That's serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is no laughing matter. Where no, is volume two? Oh, man. <laughs> Again, there should be a vetting process. All right. Well, uh, that's a lot to follow up there, Cece. What you got? All right. I'm going to go all the way back to 1969 for my next pick. And uh, 
I doubt this will make anybody. I don't know if this. Well, Baco has a list a mile long, so I'm, this might be on there. Um, but uh, I'm going to pick "Pretties for You" by Alice Cooper, mm. the first Alice Cooper record. I've got three Alice Cooper albums on my list, and oh. that's number. <laughs> <laughs> this we, album. Okay, that's a good album, sign. I actually didn't put any on mine, and I thought about it, but I just I didn't think I was uh, I was qualified. Well. I don't know that I am either, but the, but this version of the this era of the band is just fuck you know is just fucking terrible and you know maybe it's, it explains why I'm not a Frank Zappa fan. I can't get into his stuff either. Yeah. But it's like if he saw this and was like, I'm going to sign that. I don't I don't know what he was thinking, but it's um it, I I try to listen to it like twice a year, and every year I'm like, nah, it still sucks. <laughs> What's wrong with you twice a year? That's it's June time to listen to Pretties for you. <laughs> <laughs> why do you like this record? I, I no, I don't like this record. Uh, I've actually heard it a couple times. Uh, my wife is a Cooper fan. We found it at an antique shop. Uh, I don't know if it's an actual original pressing, but it's definitely an old one. And it was like ten dollars. Yeah. We came home and listened to it, and I was like, "This is okay, whatever. Nope. It's it it's, exists. It's terrible." I, what's the other one? What's the other one that was the first? The, those easy right action. Them. Easy action. There we go. Yeah. That's both of those are like that, that sucks too. Yeah. Yeah. Easy Action's got one good song on it. Has you one gotta, more than this one does. Yeah. You gotta give it up for you gotta give it up for Bob Ezrin and uh Bob Ezrin for pulling that out or somehow crafting that, that Yeah, well the, this, how is, did he, this is what happens before Bob Ezrin. <laughs> oh I know. That's my yeah. So but uh that's a good pick. Since that, you have a couple on your, your uh couple of Alice Cooper picks on yours. I won't mention I have one one on mine too, but uh, are we going to hear three. it now? You're up. Well, no, I, I don't know how, how we're going to be eliminated. How, I'll, I'll pick one that's stronger first. Yeah, there you go. So, so here it is. So, love this band. Love the first two albums. Their second album, I think, is 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 one of the best albums of the '80s. First off, the band is Faster Pussycat, and this thing was an atrocity. This thing actually could be like some kind of crime. And that is between the valley of the ultra pussy. When they took all <laughs> of their hits and turned it industrial back yeah. in 99. Who's listened to this album? Is that a Faster Pussycat album or is that a Newly Dead's album? No, it's Faster Pussycat. It's actual Faster Pussycat. Faster, done, faster pussycat but everything is official. done Newly Dead style. I guess, if that's yeah. what you want to call it. It's, it has, it's, it, first off, it, the lead-off track is an industrial version of Arizona Indian Doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we, this, this era. The band's been referenced by Aaron before. Was you called him Faster Hitler Cat? Yeah, <laughs> they, they that kind of weird kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it also has "I Was Made for Loving You" a cover on that there too. That's right. That's right. Well, that's yeah, because you. when Faster because Faster Pussycat went through changes, and then when it was all said and done then it just basically was Tammy Down and a new band, and he was sure. into the gothic stuff and oh. formed the Newly Deads, which that first Newly Deads album, if you are actually into, like, Nine Inch Nails and stuff, it's freaking killer. It's just called the Newly Deads. And then after that, then he started kind of mingling that with Faster Pussycat, and then next thing you know, you got guys on stage dressed like Hitler playing faster pussycat songs with weird effects put in them and yeah it really kind of fell off the script like it shouldn't have been faster pussycat and you should have kept those things separate my only argument is with this pick 
is that it's not going to be much of a fun episode because you guys are going to be like, yeah, these songs were awesome, but now they suck. Mm. And that's really all ah. you can say about it because it's just the same songs, just redone, remastered, and remixed in a terrible, terrible way. But what if we did it in the same format as Two Pig Zero? <laughs> just a big lead up. Album sucks. Next, we can do all these. Yeah, short oh, episode. Pretty hey, much, we, yeah. we can release that episode on April first. <laughs> there you go. Here it is. I thought we. I, that's kind of what we're doing today. It's like a marathon. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. That, that you're right. I'm actually going to change a couple of my picks. That was not be too much fun. I, don't, I might actually be hurting myself. Ooh, like that. Nice, uh, but it is a terrible album. So, so yes. in other words, uh, LC's region so far is considered the weakest region uh, <laughs> and the easiest one to get through. How? Well, come on, risk. Risk is going. Risk is making at least. Well, I know. Yeah, four. risk is got, risk is watching these picks and going. I got an easy path. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> strong. Uh, so far, anyway, though, there's still all picks right. to be made. But all right. So uh, for my, uh, this is actually. Um, my, my my third pick. Uh, well, we all just did third. third. <laughs> that was genius. Uh, I'm gonna do Motley Crue, Generation Swine. Yes. Um, all right. Yeah, that's on that was on my list. list too. That's on yeah. mine. All four of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this there... is this has been a tough listen to all the way through. I, I this is one of those records, kind of like you said, Chris, that you go back to a couple times, just trying to find some <laughs> redeeming value to it. Uh, the, you know. It it just never it never delivers. It's awful. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's their it's their music from the elder, in my opinion. Can't stand mm, it. Yep. Oh, great album. For sure. How bummed yeah. are you that that's not on the list? <laughs> well, music from the elder. Yeah, uh, yeah. That you would have made my job a lot easier. Really <laughs> uh, <laughs> made everybody's job a lot easier because you know that's what they'd have voted to number one. Probably. Oh, but, but, Listeners, think about it. How badly do you want Elsie and and Baco to have to listen to One for All by Peter Chris? You know, you're <laughs> he's really pushing oh, it. Still pushing. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Like, you know, first of all, we have to give it up to Chris here. He has been the one guy really making the the argument that vote for me, vote for my picks as as uh, as we select our way down to number one. Uh, uh, it'll be an interesting little path there. I just want to torture you guys' ears. That's the main reason I'm pushing. <laughs> I know here. That wasn't even on my list. I thought I was being a nice guy going, yeah, but nobody deserves to have to listen to that. So <laughs> I'm not going to include it. These two guys do. Uh, yeah. The weird thing is that there, I, there's records in my head. I'm like that. I actually kind of like that. I thought one of you guys might pick that nothing so far yet, but um, I've got a couple that you'll probably actually like. I okay. So all four of us had generation swine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that the first unanimous one? I think so. Oh, wait, I no. Lulu. Uh, uh, Lulu, maybe. Did everybody have Lulu? Oh, you. No, I didn't have Lulu. Lulu. I forgot okay. that one. Yeah, uh, what about Chinese Democracy? I didn't have that I, one. Okay. I had that. Okay. Well, so we had a couple three out of fours. All right. Good enough. Yeah. Yep. Um. Well, up next, then I'm going to do the Black Sabbath record Forbidden. As my ah. number four. Had that on my also ran list. Okay. <laughs> That's a really, really fuck. I, again, just like the, the the previous pick, I've tried so many times to find something about this that I like. Because every other Black Sabbath record, there's a song or two that I dig. 
I mean, from the the shitty production, without without ruining what we're going to talk about anyway, if it gets there. But yeah. the production is garbage. It's produced by Ernie C from Body Count, and Ice yeah, yeah. Ice T does one of the few things that I would <laughs> criticize him for doing is a rap on yes. the opening track, and Terrible. and even like that um, the artwork, which is kind of like uh, out of Mad Magazine. And it's just, uh, it's just nothing, nothing good about it. It was basically, I think, Iomi's last gasp before begging Ozzy to come back. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a garbage record. I there might be one or two songs on it that are okay, but for the most part, I'd never go back to it though. Yeah. Now it's th- that there's other stuff like Cross Purposes and Tear from yeah. around that era that I like. Yeah. But Forbidden, I just can't stand. Agreed. Mm, no. It's definitely the worst thing with Sabbath's name on it. If I want, I don't. I only own it because I'm a completionist. So, right. looking forward to the uh, full remix version that Tony plans on releasing soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get his logic on that one. Yeah, apparently it's done. It's just a matter of putting it out there. I don't know what the fucking holdup is. Just Jesus Christ, sure. just put it out of its misery as it is. But right, LC. Yeah, there's oh. other people that are completionists too, and he knows that. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> a few more bucks. All right, LC, what do you got? Mm. Okay, if I'm going to go with one that's going to be fun to do, uh, is I'm going to take something that is easily the dumbest album <laughs> possibly I, I've ever heard as far as breaking down lyrics and things like that, and that is. Tommy Lee's release debut album of Methods of, May- of Methods of Mayhem. Mom. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's awful. I didn't either. Get, all you have to do is 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 listen. Uh, I could do probably an hour on the song Get Naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that one on my list, but a little much further down. But uh, yeah, that's a good pick, man. I think you yeah. guys should review the new Tommy Lee album. Uh, <laughs> is that? Oh yeah. Well, that's not even. I think that's going to make the bracket, uh, CC. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just just with the sound clips alone of Tommy Lee during that would be good enough. Yeah. Mm. The few mm-hmm. times he's on it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm just talking about banana clips. Mm, that is bananas. <laughs> bananas. Yeah, Tommy Lee's never gotten it right as a solo artist. No, no. What was that? Didn't he have one? Was it Nickelback produced? It was like yeah, Nickelback the Tommy Land Sons. record, I believe. That's oh right. yeah, yep. that's one about two. the closest, I guess. Because yeah, at least there's a there's couple good hits on that record, but uh, sort of rock songs on that one, I guess. Right. But, I just uh, remember the Tommy Lee goes to college reality show that was out around that time. <laughs> Gold <laughs> baby. It doesn't suck. <laughs> there you go. And it was all real, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the tangents we could have on that episode all about Tommy Lee should do a video reaction of you guys watching episodes of that show mm, there we go <laughs> I love it I love it just because Tommy Lee was actually in a library at one point I'm like he's never been in a library <laughs> whoa what are all what is this place it's like got shelves and things what are these <laughs> right. things they dude wow, paper inside Dewey Decimal System. Look at all these books. Cool. All Rad. one shelf. There's more than one shelf. <laughs> uh, all right. CC, you're number four. 
Who okay. could possibly ever read all these books? <laughs> right. <laughs> so this would have been my number five, but Lulu got taken, so uh, now it's my number you're four. You're at number four. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just saying. This oh, got, got it, got four. it. Uh, sorry, math is hard. I've mentioned this on Decibel Geek several times. I'm not the world's biggest cheap trick fan to start with, but there's, I can always find stuff I like on, on most of their records, but uh, The Doctor just has nothing for me yeah. and i i have never liked this record and it's another one where like every year i try to play it and see if i can like it what, and is, what is your deal that, that whole thing where you like, do you think one day there's going to be like this epiphany and you're just yes like, this is <laughs> fucking awesome that's what i'm hoping for i was one, wrong all these years i'm, I'm like the same thing. chris stockholm I, syndrome yourself uh-huh. Well, I did. I was a Vinnie Vincent fan for a lot of years, so oh, give me nice. some slack. Um, but one day I will appreciate the genius of "Man, You Lip You Later" and songs like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's on my list too, for sure. Wow, one good song yeah. on that album. What is it? The last one. Oh, okay. It's only love. The one that ends it. <laughs> it's it's the like a bullet to the head. The <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. I don't even know if yeah. Ken Mills likes that album. Oh man. Wow. I, I hear you, man. That's one that <clears throat> you know, I like Cheap Trick, and so I'm in the last, I guess, ten years have really kind of got deeper into the band and wanted to know more about them and wanted to hear more of their music. And so I would keep my eyes open for CDs I didn't have. And this was one I didn't have for a long time. And then when I finally found it one day, I was like, oh, hell yeah, Cheap Trick CD I don't have. And I brought it home and I was like, what the hell is this? This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, although, the, the last song on the album is kind of okay, but the rest of it is just really, really bad by Cheap Trick standard. I will say the album cover looks nicer than their new album cover. I haven't seen that one, but the one that always disturbed me was the one with the clown in the bed. What is that? Oh, woke, woke up, up with a monster. monster. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad that looks, one. Yeah, that's not a good cover. <laughs> All right. That's a good pick. Well, so we have uh, Camaro. You're up. Oh, wait. No, no, wait. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I thought for a second I did because you were talking there. Uh, what, do you, what do you have at number four here? Uh, your, your fourth seed. Hmm. Let me look at what I got left here. Right on. I don't want to double up. I've got a Ted Nugent album on here, but Chris already went with a Nugent one. Mine's a different album. You got back-to-back um, picks if that affects your decision here. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Okay, so I guess I'm going to go with, for my fourth pick, Judas Priest Turbo. Ooh. Wow. Oh, wait, we did, tur- we did Turbo. Oh, you did guys you? did Turbo already? Oh, we didn't. Oh, we did I'm thinking... Of- no, never mind. I was going to say, I don't remember you guys doing Turbo, so that's on my list. But yeah, Divisive album. Some people love it. Chris Sinzak. Some people hate it. Everybody that likes the early stuff. And uh, I'm a big like fan of that band, and I love that record. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just wanted to see where you guys would land on it, whether it's as bad as people really say. I used to hate it, but I act- I've grown to appreciate it over the last few years. Is I that really because you would go either. back to it a couple times a year? You know, like like it actually validated the, the whole did. process. Yeah. There are records yeah, that do go on me over time, guys. <laughs> like, five, like five years ago, I went back to it after hating it my whole life, and then I got a new appreciation for it. 
So it works. It happens sometimes. I honestly thought mm-hmm. you were going to go with Nostradamus, but uh, this is a good yeah. one, too. Yeah, I didn't even think about Nostradamus. That one's pretty bad also. That one's worse. Also that one's actually way episode. worse than Turbo, if I remember <laughs> right. Because it's been a long time since I've listened to Nostradamus. <laughs> you're doing the opposite of what CeCe's doing. You're like, you're, I'm making bad arguments for my picks. <laughs> LZ and I are just sitting here and like, not, we don't have anything to say at all. Yeah. I wish I'd have picked something better than that, but there it is. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else on that? You're up again. Uh, let's see. What's next for me? Um, man, I've got this one on there. I kind of think it's iffy. You know, some people like it. A lot of people don't like it. But I think it's going to go far in the March Badness rankings here. And I'm going to go with Kiss Unmasked. Ooh. Wow. Mm. Okay. Some people don't like it. Slick and poppy and all that, you know. New wave music was coming in, Duran Duran and the cars and all that, and Kiss really lightened it up on Unmasked. And yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? It's if I listed all the KISS records and which one was my favorite and which was my least favorite, Unmasked would probably be down towards the bottom, you know, bottom half for sure. sure. So I'm gonna throw unmasked out there and see how it, how it does. And and I'll I'll say this as we go, but that is our first matchup that we know now. Kiss Unmasked will officially be going against Judas Priest Judas Priest Turbo in round one. So Ooh, there, wow. there's our that's first good, known yeah, matchup, that's a good matchup there. Yeah, okay. a good one. Yeah, I still I still don't know what she's so European means. It's been forty years. She doesn't shave. Yes. Oh, nice. It's the arm. Yeah. the arm, ah. uh, hairy armpits. Yeah. Is that what the song is about? Okay. It's all about the bush. Harry <laughs> somethings. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. Well, title. that takes us to uh, uh, that uh, that uh, great analogy takes us back to you, Chris. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I might be oh. the only person that, that picks this one, uh, but everyone that listens to us knows my disdain for this record. It's <laughs> the, the album that Kiss released that disappointed me more than any other in their entire catalog, and I'm talking about Psycho Circus. Yes. Oh boy! Wow, that was that was one that that uh, was on my list as well because I have I, I have some special hate uh, brewed yeah. up inside for that one. Yeah. No, 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 we disagree on this, but I've learned over the last I don't know six seven years there is a ton of hatred for this record, uh, yeah. and uh, this might be a sneaky fifth round pick. Uh, it has to beat out the Doctor in round one. <laughs> So <laughs> it's gonna beat it out. Well, Kiss fans will vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kiss fans will vote for how bad their record is without even realizing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Is, this, is there a cap on Kiss albums? <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. This pretty much. I think we've spoiled how this is all gonna end. The final four is gonna be Kiss, 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 and Tommy Lee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do want to hear. I would like to hear you guys pontificate about the lyrics for "You Wanted the Best." Oh, those are good lyrics, oh, yeah. man. Oh yeah, Great. yeah, very genuine. Yeah, maybe well, you, guys, you know, you, you got Psycho you Circus should... uh, within. Um, uh, what's the Ace tune? Uh, into the void. Under into the void and Journey of a Thousand Years. Right off the bat, you got four solid Kiss classics. Yeah. You also, you also <laughs> have I finally found my that. way to you. Well, it's yeah, there's some, the there's some fucking turds on there, but you know, it's, it's there's there's yeah, reasons sure. more than just the bad songs. Where my hatred goes. M- my hatred yes. is more pointed towards the Deep. the bullshit lying they put us through mm. when they released it. Yeah. All right. So there you go. There's okay. another. Okay. 
That takes us back to you, Elsie. Who do you have at number five? Who's going to go up against uh, Methods of Mayhem? (laughs) All right. Let's see here. Got this, this. Hmm. I got tons taken off. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go with, uh, uh, unlike others in the world, I am a Sammy Hagar fan. Don't hate the man. And like like, uh, Baco said, first time I ever heard him speak, when he actually did the trial of Sammy Hagar mm. on from out of nowhere, he defended the genius of Sammy Hagar. And he said, <laughs> you cannot hate Sammy because how can you hate a guy named Sammy? Just the name alone. You got to at least think he's okay. Hey, Sammy! Is, Sammy! That is the album Chicken Foot 2. Oh. Hmm. Nobody got that? There's no Chicken no, Foot uh, I was going to say, did you get that right? But uh, that no, tells you how. Chicken Foot goes chicken foot one and then they they the joke was they you don't you never do a sophomore slump so they did chicken foot three <laughs> tells you how much attention i paid to chicken foot because i had no right idea. yeah i'm oh, unaware boy, do you, do you have an actual <laughs> pick coming here <laughs> i do i do actually um i am gonna go i didn't bring white out <laughs> asshole okay sorry yeah that made me spit my drink out here we go Here's another one. What, Whiteout? That's the killer joke of the night? <laughs> He's upset. Chicken foot dupe, <laughs> too bombed. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do, we're going to do, uh, uh, let's see, 1995. This guy, he, uh, he was kicked out of a major band. This is a second solo album. And he decided that he was going to get together with the producers of Paul's Boutique, the Dust Brothers. And that oh, was yeah. Big Steel. Vince Neil with the classic shit burger carved in stone. I almost picked this one. Wow. I love that album. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I like that one. So you got you got Vince going against Tommy. That's classic. Round one matchup. Wow. Oh, what a battle that is. This is bananas. The thing that's crazy is the fact that these are co-writes from uh, Marty Fredrickson. Yeah. Right. For a ton of them. Like, that makes no sense what they sound like. Anyway, that's mine. That's a solid pick, man. Number five. I I actually, even though this is the first album that's come up where I'd be like, come on, I like that album. I actually would really like to hear you guys break that one down. (laughs) I feel bad that there's only going to be one. I'm thinking maybe you guys should do four of these. (laughs) I think you should break up the all the kiss related albums into one episode oh, and yeah, make, maybe, make that maybe next vote. year it'll just be like kiss and we'll uh well i'm just saying if you want to give the other albums a chance you should make no like, kiss. Have, have an outside round for just kiss stuff mm. and then vote for the rest of them well uh with that note i'm i'm picking kiss uh no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> i say we put a cap on it right now that's my but, but yeah, I, I didn't make this this episode yeah, I don't got no more kiss. Well, I am going to kind of step out of my my process here because I, literally all the <laughs> all the albums that have been picked that I had on my list have not been of my top eight, and I really mm. just thought they'd be gone. Um, so fuck, I don't know. I kind of wanted to do something that uh, was a little deeper, um, and maybe you know what? I'll, I'll do this just to actually. I'm going to do something just to kind of mix it up and get something a little more current. I'm going to go with the latest record from Wilson, Tasty Nasty. I was wondering if you were going to pick that. It was actually on on my bottom tier just because, like, nobody fucking knows it. But uh, just to mix things up here and uh, see if we can't get that pile of shit into number one, 
on the uh, whole March Badness deal here. That that record, man, I think my love for the band was pretty well known. Um, got to meet them a couple times and interview them. And the first two records, I think, I, I still listen to them. They're, they're fucking metal classics. And then all of a sudden they, they decided they wanted to be a cross between fucking Smash Mouth and, <laughs> I don't know, nothing really good. Rock. Yeah, they, they just like, yeah. so... And then look what happened. Three, four months later, they called it a day. So uh, I I know that you were kind of tight with those guys at one time. Did you ever get to ask them, hey, guys, uh, what the hell happened? Well, sort of. I didn't phrase it that way. But I I interviewed um, uh, the singer just before their their farewell thing, and, and I brought it up. I was like, well... Clearly, things didn't work out the way you wanted, you know. Because, yeah. And when I interviewed him for the record release too, I was just like, you know, this is a big departure. Are you worried about your fans? He's like, well, you know, this is kind of what we want to do now. And if it doesn't work, then we'll have to do something else. So I don't know. But then there was nothing else to do. Yeah. So they. they, they it's a bummer. Work. But yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, this album fucking sucks balls. So. I remember your disdain for it when it came out. <laughs> you, you telling me about it. I remember it was difficult because I I got an advance to review for Decibel Geek, and I'm like, I like yeah. these guys. Like I like I've I've met them, and I like I they know who I am. But how can I write an honest review <laughs> with you know? Because I also have you know I'm known for you know really not really holding back when it comes to something that sucks. So anyway, yeah. it was difficult, but I think I I danced the tightrope okay. Yeah. yeah, and they come back and be like, "You know us, bro." <laughs> Never heard a damn thing. Uh, and I got a second interview, so I assume they either didn't see it or didn't care. <laughs> All right. Well, f- <laughs> I got I got one more before we move on back to LC. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Pretty Boy Floyd. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's that Electric Toys record? Uh, did- Leather Boys with Electric. There toys. we go. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what it's called. No, I, I should back up. Uh, I don't know if I, I said this uh, uh, with, uh, well, Lucy had Tommy Lee versus Vince. So Black Sabbath officially is going against Wilson, and this puts uh, Motley Crue Generation Swine against Pretty Boy Floyd. Um, I actually think Pretty Boy Floyd's got a decent chance here. Depends on how much people love or hate that record. but I, I've i never heard that one either, but I just want to imagine what it's like to be uh, actually at the at the store and bring a pretty boy Floyd album to the counter to buy it. <laughs> first, first that they're glad that somebody actually finally bought that thing. The second thing is like, all right. I can't remember what video there, the, whatever the big sing, well, not really big, whatever the single was that had a video on MTV when it came out. And like, I was knee deep in loving everything of the glam rock era at that time. And even sure. I saw it and I'm like, give me a fucking break. Wasn't that I mean, like 1990? Like, this is too much. But come on, well, I can tell you guys something funny. I actually okay. own most of the Pretty Boy Floyd discography, <laughs> but I've, I don't know that I've ever listened to any of it. It was a <laughs> thing where I was I was on the eBay and I was looking at stuff, and they had like a Pretty Boy Floyd package, and they had this cool skull bandana, and it was it was the bandana, uh, a mouse pad some eight by tens and a bunch of CDs. And it was like 10 bucks. And I was like, well, geez, for all that stuff for 10 bucks, 
Nice. And my wife actually uses the mouse pad at her work. I was going to say, do you remember mouse and pads? I've got all the CDs that I never listened to. Oh do you God. realize that that all that ha- that happened there is some guy just swiped the top of his desk into a box? <laughs> Ten yeah. bucks. Yes. The random. singer for Pretty Boy Floyd. <laughs> it was. I quit. Now, what am I going to do with all this stuff? I'll have to sell it. Ten bucks. You have to, you have to respect him at least for influencing the name Ugly Kid Joe. Right, sure. yeah, for sure. Come and the on. ridiculousness of it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. I will definitely give him that. All right, Elsie. What do you got at number six? So, well, I'm going to keep it away from the, the kiss zone here. What, is this five or six? This is six. This is six, okay. So I am going to pick... I was not a hater of this band. Maybe their guilty pleasure. I enjoyed... Their first three albums. Number four, not so much. Mostly because they changed guitarists. And they and one of the worst things you can do is to recruit a new guitarist from a band named Snot. Awesome, Never heard of Snot. But yeah. I can guarantee you that's that's a calling card of some some somebody you should not recruit a guitarist from. And that is Limp Biscuits album without West Borland called Results May Vary. Slam bam jam. Pretty bad one. That's a good pick, man. Yeah, I remember I bought that on release day. Uh, Toomey's going to make sure that advances at least one round. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't know nothing about that album, but I do remember the band Snot. And it was something that all my like a bunch of musicians that I admire that I liked would say all these good things about this band Snot. And so then I went and checked out Snot and I couldn't never really get into it. And I really wanted to get into it. Because, you know, Whitfield Crane saying, oh, Snot's awesome. And, you know, the guy from King's X is going, yeah, this band's Snot. We love them. You know? King's and so, X endorsed Snot. So I think, okay, well, it's got to be good if all these other bands are talking about them. And I just could never get into it. I actually like Snot. I had that record. And it has a great song on there called My Balls, Your Chin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now I know they're on the biscuit. It's an ACDC cover. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like something off the new ACDC. <laughs> And another song called I Just Lied Just to Fuck You. That's another yeah. song on that record. Yeah. Now, I was really into that that album at the time. Okay. The, the Limp Biscuit record, know. though, that's the one with Behind Blue Eyes on it? That's the that, one that has... No. Yes, it has. Yes, it does. On yeah. Results May Vary? Yes. It has I thought it was on behind, a different record. Nope, it has that, and it has uh, a song called Eat You Alive that has the girl from uh, American... Uh, God damn it. It's killing me. The one with Kevin Spacey and... Doesn't matter. American Although, Beauty. American, American Beauty, Beauty. Okay. The, the girl, whatever her name was. With well, the, uh, so uh, anyway, my, where I was asking is that that was because uh, I think Halle Berry's in the music video for that uh, behind Blue yeah. Eyes, and that was during uh, um, um, Fred Durst. Like I can basically just hire anybody to be in a video, and I can bang them phase. Um, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, didn't work out. I, I, maybe it did work out for my. How the fuck do I know? Um, so you got. Faster Pussycat going kind of Limp Bizkit style against Limp Bizkit there with uh, that 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 uh, little matchup. I'll tell you though, there's a worse Limp Bizkit album called The Unquestionable Truth that came out after that one. That's what about even yeah, that Cobra? <laughs> that one's at least, at least that one's closer to their real sound. Yeah, no. Yeah. The Unquestionable yeah. Truth is them trying to be like a black metal band or something. Oh really? I it was them, it was them that being sucks. Rage against, the, rage against the Machine. Yeah. Anyway, them trying sad. to be heavier. Yeah, it's like five tracks. All of them are awful. Yeah, There's a song called Priest. That's all you need to know. 
Nice. I got it. They sent it to me for free, and I still felt like I was ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to put this pick. somewhere. Uh, CC, you're up. Uh, what is number six turn. in the uh, the Sniznak region? Well, this is one. This is a band that I think mo- pretty much everyone else on this call would probably be like. Well, most of their catalog would fall on this list. So, um, I'm. But I'm. I'm gonna. And I'm. I'm gonna pick one album Steve that came Winwood? out within the. Uh-huh. Steve Winwood? Steve Winwood, no. <laughs> it doesn't fit in the category. You made the rules. There's no Winwood. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Just just roll with it, okay? He's going to okay. blur the lines with a mic <laughs> in the mechanics pit. Yeah, I knew it. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Although this album, when you said it, it's, it needs to be in the hard rock or metal category, this one probably falls outside of it, but the band used to be in that category. Uh, I picked This House Is Not For Sale by Bon Jovi. Ooh. Oh. That as a number six is pretty damn strong, man. That the one that was like a contractual last was that the no last that's one, like um, four years ago. Was that that one's called, I think that one's called Burning Bridges. This is the this is the one they're proud of that came out after that one, and uh, okay. it's even worse. Uh, it's it's I just want I, I I think you guys will squirm quite a bit listening to this record, so that's why part of why I picked it. Nice. Um, so Bon Jovi goes up against Alice Cooper. Pretties for you. That's a push in in round one there, so that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, yeah, they both suck. A lot of great early round matchups here. Uh, yeah, boy, must must see, must listen. Uh. Boy, that that uh, the inauguration of Bon Jovi on the steps or whatever like that. Anybody seen any of that? Him uh-uh. very odd look. Anyway, that guy has transformed so oddly. I actually I saw him pick up uh, uh, a couple years back my stepdaughter at soccer practice. I actually saw him ask for the manager. <laughs> Routinely. That's funny. <laughs> the new Karen Jovi album. Now, now. Right. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's back to you, Camaro. What do you got? What's your number six seed? Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Hmm... The Ramones, Ooh. Animal Boy. Now that's a dipsy oh, dude. I like that record. <laughs> is is Animal Boy the worst Ramones album? Well, now I think it might be. Yeah, I think it is. Definitely not their best. No, this was another one that you know. Since I got into the Ramones, it's been a road of discovery. Every time I see something new, I oh, I don't have that one, and I'm so excited to hear it because. Usually, I'm going to find a bunch of songs on it and be like, these are awesome, you know, and I've never had them in my life before. Animal Boy, not the case. Not a good album. Yeah, it's got like, it's got like two songs that I like. Two, maybe. Yeah. Honestly, never heard it, so that... that... It's uh, John Beauvoir was the producer. Hmm, that's a name I know. You should, yeah. do, you, do we all know how to pronounce it? Is it Beauvoir? Beauvoir. 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 So, so that puts the Ramones up against Warrant belly to belly. That's kind of an interesting uh, uh, matchup wow. there. Probably, probably one of the uh, maybe that's going to be like the, uh, the the upset, you know, kind of where nobody see it, sees it coming. The Ramones the squeak sleeper. past uh, Warrant belly to belly. Yeah, those are my ringers right there. Yeah, baby, <laughs> hanging on to them <laughs> to the end there. All right, well, you got another one, uh, nice. Aaron, number seven. Where are you going with your seventh seed in the Camaro okay, region? Okay, let's see. What do I got left here? Um, I'm going to go with Wasp, Ooh. Kill, Fuck, Die. Oh, I hope this one wins. 
It's the uh, Blackie Manson album. Yeah, baby. And the return of Chris Holmes for the first time. Yeah, and that's why it was such disappointment because it's like, oh, yeah, Chris Holmes is back. We're working with Blackie. This is going to be awesome. (laughs) And then that was when I bought it on the day it came out. You know, I actually went to the store and bought the CD and was surprised to find there were two there, you know, and nobody else had bought one. (laughs) And uh, I got got this used. I had no idea this, this record even existed. It was yeah. in a pawn shop probably two or three years after it came out, and I was like, fuck, I love this. Has, have it. you guys seen? Yeah, I, I think it's a great record. Uh, have wow. you guys seen um, uh, the Chris Holmes documentary? Either yeah, I want oh. to, though. Oh, they have a, a, a clip of him and Blackie being interviewed at this time. I had no idea how far Blackie had gone into the whole goth you know, uh, industrial thing. Image wise, like he's got this weird clown makeup and stuff on. It's uh, oh wow, it's it, that was uh, it was priceless just to see that. But uh, Blackie has tried a lot of different stuff. I'll give him credit. I think he can write songs with a hook and kind of draw you in and stuff like that. And uh, th- th- this record would be fun for me to get into. But uh, yeah, spoiler alert, pretty much dig it. Wow, but yeah. To me, this this one's kind of like that Warrant album where it's the, the a band that hit their peak in the '80s, trying to distance themselves from what made yeah. people love them. Well, they corrected yeah. it on the next record, right? Heldorado. That was basically classic. Yeah, they wow. totally like go back to their classic yeah. song. Now Much better record, yeah. I'll admit. But I enjoyed Kill Fuck Die. Yeah, this was totally Wasp trying to come out with their Antichrist superstar. This is their version of Rob Halford too. What's yeah. worse though, that album? That, should that be album on this or list uh, also maybe. I think worse? two is this worse than or... Kill Fuck Die, but I think is so. My mic so on? I agree with that. Yeah, we yes. hear you. You don't okay, hear good. us. I do. Sorry. Okay. That or Shitting Bricks by Chris Holmes. What's a better album? <laughs> I haven't heard the whole record. <laughs> I would hope the Wasp album is better than that. <laughs> <laughs> what a great I title. I haven't heard Kill Fuck Die since probably when it first came out, and I don't even really remember how much of it how much of it sounds. So I, that's one I have to actually revisit to see what I think about it. And forever, yeah, it's not great on Wasp standards. So, Aaron, you have at number two, uh, Aerosmith, "Music from Another Dimension," going up against Wasp, "Kill Fuck Die." I like wow. that matchup a lot. That's a I do too. That's a sleepy number seven there. Yeah, that's a good matchup. I like that. Very different, but both kind of shitty. Yeah, I might see a runaway there. I don't know. That's my. I'm. I'm calling it. All right, CC. What do you got for number seven in your bracket? So this was. Go- I was going. So we already picked a Warren album. So I don't want to be too redundant. I was going to pick Warren Born Again, the one with Jamie St. James singing on it, because mm. I do not like oh, that yeah, album at I all. Forgot about that. Never um, heard it. It's, it's bad. It's as generic <laughs> as it gets. Yeah, it's Aaron summed it up perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that I didn't. Tour. I don't want to. I don't want to go with it because we already picked a Warren album. So uh, this one actually, I thought of after we even started recording, but it certainly fits the bill. It's the Queensrÿche in quotes frequency unknown from 2013. Ah, the Fu album. Uh, the Tate Reich. Yeah, we got the fist with the F and the U in the cover. Yep. Is that what it was? Yeah, F U on the cover to to the the band members and everything, and mm-hmm. and uh, old Uncle Vester R- rushed it out for mood. legal reasons, trying to get ahead of it. <laughs> Uncle yeah. Vester. Uncle Vester, or uh, I like as it. I like to call him, Mister Cleansreich. Awesome. <laughs> I like Mister Cleansreich. That's that's a that's a good one. 
That's a fucking uh, keeper but, there, CC. But he is oh, great God. at doing. He is great at giving wine tours, as you guys know. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on. <laughs> so, LC, you're up. Uh, so this one, you know, this one would be would be fun to go through. So that's why I'm picking it. And I've seen a lot of love for this album. I don't understand any of it. I like the first two albums, but this one was so over the top and so Sharoni that I could not take it. And that was the Opus Extreme Three Three Sides. Ooh. What three sides to every story? Yeah. Yes. Do I have the title yes. right? Yeah. Three sides of every story. The whole build up between here's the rock part, here's the part where we have some orchestra, and here's where we just go batshit crazy and every song is ridiculously awful. That's an so, interesting pick. I'm guessing nobody had that on their list. Do you guys? Oh. Didn't no, I didn't have that one because there's actually a good handful of songs on that one I like. Can't I, take it. I just avoid anything entitled Three Sides. I don't have a brand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does have a mark on it. Words okay. to live by. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> I did eat chips today, but not while recording. Mm, nice. Yeah. So that is kind of my psycho circus. All right. I'm not sure if it's going to make it there, but I'm, I'm, I'm unleashing it saying that uh, how much hatred I have towards it. Next. Okay. I got I got two left then. Um I'm gonna pick this next one largely because they have to have at least one record on this fucking list. Um and that is Poison with uh look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> what? Wow. Wrong. Yeah, that's not a no good thing. No Hollyweird? I, yeah, Hollywood. see, I had I had Poison on my list, but I had Hollyweird. Fair enough. That's I'll a- you know what? I'll just use native tongue. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's going to be Poison Native Tongue. Because uh, you know, honestly, if I was making a list of like the uh, the most important hair metal records of all time, that would end up on there. I just fucking hate it. So that's probably not a valid reason to have it on there. So I'm moving over to Native, native Tongue. You guys changed me there. But Poison sucks. They have to be on here. Yeah, but I, I mean, Native Tongue's a good pick because the world was not begging for a serious poison album. Right. Yeah, true. Yeah. They were. Stand. They were looking for six-pack abs. And man, I, I got to tell you, I'm split between two things on my last pick here. Um, we just got so much fucking kiss, but it's hard not to put Gene Simmons' asshole on here somewhere. That's um, on mine, too. But I'm just going to roll back. I'm going to roll back. Um I'm going to do something just really fucking weird. Gorky Park. Awesome, baby! (laughs) (laughs) Of course that's bad. Some people have heard of that. Yeah, so Gorky Park was a Russian metal band, a hair metal band that got a little bit of fame after uh, that whole uh, Doc McGee orchestrated thing uh, to pay off his debt to the uh, CIA. Uh, yeah, that whole concert, yeah, that whole concert there. Yeah, so th- well, that, I, that, I thought it was to bring heavy metal to behind the Iron Curtain. Uh, beyond the Iron the, Curtain, yeah. So. With the Scorpions spying? Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, So, but, but Gorky there. Park was the result of that peace concert, whatever, the Moscow Peace Festival. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my God, what a weird, weird record that is. Uh, just so stupid. And uh, I don't know, has anybody else actually heard the whole record besides me? Yeah, okay. I used to actually have the record. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. The weird I thing is that if I, if I find a used copy of it, I will pick it up the next time I see it. Unless it's like I, stupid price, but. 
Well, I, I bought it out of curiosity at the time just because I was wanting to buy everything from all the bands involved in that concert. And okay. I was like, well, I'll buy it and check it out. But yeah, it's really strange record. Uh, who knows what the hell happened? Produced I don't by know Bon Jovi, right? Him and Sambora? I think so, yeah. Something like that. Or they wrote half the songs. It's just fucking, I don't know. So I mean, uh, music, there's some decent music on it, but I mean, it's, it's all in Russian. So it's just, uh, it's just not very interesting to me. So backing up, Poison, uh, not uh, Native Tongue, goes up against Lulu. And Gorky <laughs> Park then goes up against Kiss Monster. And I think I skipped uh, uh, LC's last pairing. Um, Extreme 3 then goes up against uh, Lynch Mob Smoke This. I'm actually sensing an upset with that pick. Yeah, I think so. I'm hoping. <laughs> I think most uh, people are just upset they have to vote for either of those records. <laughs> <laughs> that, that completes my bracket. Um, we're going back to ULC. What do you got for your last pick? All right. Last pick here. I have so many things crossed off. Um, you know, I could pick anything by Godsmack, Chevelle, Seether, Kinder, Theory of Dead Man, Crocus, and any Meatwolf album that doesn't have uh, Bad in the Hell, uh, Bad of the Hell in the title. But I'm not going to go with any said. of those. What's that? I, Chris and I were just talking about that. On this last episode of Decibel Geek, there is only one good meatloaf album. Gotcha. Yeah. Or or there's some passable stuff. As long as that's Battle of the Hell title, there's something on there. That's my no. that's my philosophy. But um I was also thinking about going with Alice Cooper, one of my favorite artists of all time. And I was gonna go with a, an album that I like zero songs on, and that is Along Comes a Spider. Hate it. You hate it too. Yeah, okay. can't stand um, it. But I'm not going to pick that. This is my last pick of the night, and that is one that's going to be divisive here. But this was, and I'm going through di- levels of disappointment. Don't like a single thing on it. I think the lead singer sounds horrible on it, and that is Black Sabbath 13. Oh, I actually hmm. almost put that on my list. I hate it too. Uh, I don't like the production. I don't like nope. anything about it. It bores me. It's very boring. Eight-minute eight songs. Rick Rubin just shows that he's a complete failure at this point. And uh, wait, it wasn't Rick Rubin that produced it, was it? I thought it was. It was, yeah. Was it? Was. it? Yeah. Sounds yeah. like okay. it. Okay. They, they went, yeah, they went with them, and then they stopped. And anyway, that's my pick, Black Sabbath 13. Controversial. Great That album. is controversial. I don't know if I agree with that. I, 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 I think it's a I killer know. way to end their career. I like it. I'll listen to Forbidden before that. Oh, mm. man, that's shots yeah. fired. <laughs> at, least it's, at least it's interesting. <laughs> Thirteen is just—I don't think you've listened to Forbidden in a while. Then, <laughs> well, let's, like, well, let's 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 recycle the same dirgy riff for ten minutes when it could have been accomplished yeah, in four. Man. Oh my God, Black Black Sabbath Thirteen is the sonic boom of of Black Sabbath. I'm actually gonna I'm uh, gonna have to oh. squash you on that because you have now used that reference three times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> delete it in post. Well, no, I'm not deleting nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm giving you an official censure since uh, I can't get <laughs> like-minded people to officially impeach you. Uh, so there's a political joke for you. All right, right. CC, what do you got for number eight? All right, so 
this was one that I have a feeling Aaron is probably going to disagree with me on because I'm pretty sure he likes this record. But uh, I definitely think it's the worst thing in the band's catalog that they put out. I'm talking about L.A. Guns, American Hardcore. Ah, that's on my list. That was one I was debating with might have been Ooh. my last pick. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just it's it's them definitely trying to be something they're not. And I love how they threw the, the word the in front of the band name. because yeah. That's going to make a difference. You know, you're not going to realize it's the same band or anything. And uh, Chris Van Dahl, not the right guy to be singing for that band. Oh, that's the record he's on. Oh, that fucking yeah. sucks balls. It's just not good. It's just, I just don't like it. That's worse than the Jizzy Pearl record. I like Jizzy oh, Pearl. The Jizzy I Pearl love Jizzy awesome. Pearl, but I just say. Uh... Well, well, yeah. Be- this- Backing up real well, go keep going, Chris. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just saying that this album is just trend jumping at its worst. They were trying, yeah, to, this trying was to be a new metal band. LA Guns trying to do Pantera. Yeah. And failing. Uh, backing awesome up. Guitar uh, playing on it, but well, it's got else. Tracy. He's a killer guitar player. But yeah, yeah the, the guitar solos on these songs, these heavy, heavy ass songs that Tracy Guns is playing on, the guitar is amazing on it. Yeah. But none of the rest of it works. Uh, the direction's wrong. He's yeah. a lot like George Lynch, that he's always kind of changing almost everything he does, uh, other than the handful of times where he just reverts straight back to L.A. Guns kind of core. But, Which yeah. that's what everybody loves. So, yeah. You know. So, going back, LC, you have uh, Megadeth Risk going up against Black Sabbath 13. And uh, Chris, you have Peter Chris, one for all, uh, your number one seed going up against L.A. Guns American Hardcore. I do see. A pretty dominant victory in that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I actually think LC uh, touched on something with the thirteen. That might be a tighter race than I think, but I, I do, I do, I predict Megadeth Risk is going to walk away with that pretty yeah. easily uh, after late round voting. But uh, with the final pick, you had the first pick and the last pick, uh, Mister Camaro. What? Do, how are we going to end March Badness here? The, the the first initial bracket. What do we got? Well, I've got quite a few left on my list. Um, you guys were talking about Alice Cooper. I actually love Along Came a Spider. I think that's an awesome album. Uh, the two Alice Cooper albums I had on my list, because I figured the very first two somebody would snatch up, but I got Special Forces and Brutal Planet <sighs> on mine. I like them both. Well, we got a bunch of Alice Cooper out there already. Um, Let's see. What do I got here? You stole my L.A. guns, because that's probably what I was going to go with. So I guess I'm going to go with ZZ Top Afterburner. Whoa. Ooh, that's, that's actually a pretty, that's a good pick. That I is a damn off. good pick. I had that nowhere near my radar, and that's a perfect one. Yeah, it really Man. sucks, and I like Sleeping ZZ Top. Sleeping bag, baby. Yeah, you know, that's, that's one where, you know, I like the early ZZ Top, and then, you know, I grew up with them while they were doing that kind of stuff where it was all keyboardy and yeah. synth drums and all that. But this was the end of them doing that. This was them going, okay, well, that phase has run its course. And Afterburner was a hard lesson to learn Damn. and a hard album to listen to. Yeah, baby. I 100% agree. And in it's strong. That's my final pick. A number eight. That's probably the strongest eight seed we got. I just love that this is the only format of a show where somebody's like, oh, that's an awesome pick. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Cobras and Fire. Uh, <laughs> so you have G- that, that. That's a pretty heavy hitter matchup there. GNR Chinese Democracy going against ZZ Top Afterburner. Wow. 
Round wow, one be should be interesting my, there. My eighth seed knocked out my first seed. Uh, they, uh, well, yeah, they might doom the rest of your bracket, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, man. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it. Thank you, gentlemen. Now, people listening, please go to our social media pages. Uh, we're going to do it in the Decibel Geek. What's the, what's the group called for Decibel Geek? Decibel Geek Community. Decibel Community. Geek Community. Go there because uh, apparently you can only do uh, polls on groups on Facebook nowadays. Yeah, it's lame. So right. anyway, but uh, I'll, I'll do them two as a two at a time. I'm going to load them up. I'm, we got 14, I think, days before uh, LC and I actually record from when this al- this episode posts. So uh, we're just going to hit it heavy, try to encourage people to, to vote. But, yeah, everybody, if you're listening, vote. Go to, go there. Go to the Cobras on Fire group on Facebook. And, of course, our Twitter account will also have the same poll each time. And we're just going to just uh, try to get as many votes as we can here, and, and we'll get down to number one. And you, the listener, get to decide which album – wins i guess or loses a march of badness <laughs> if you're the artist you're like i don't want to win this yeah. <laughs> all right right now uh peter chris and his uh wife uh Gigi, is that her name uh yeah. they're all loading up on dummy accounts to vote for everything against them in the first round so right uh, well i gotta no- tell you i've also I'm also just impressed with how many hours we spent uh, uh, of our life listening to terrible music. So well <laughs> yeah. done, people. Not always on purpose, though. I know. I know. Well, uh, of course, Rock and Pod has been announced, Chris. I, I can't let you out of here without plugging that a little bit. Well, I'm not going to name the entire guest list because Elsie uh, has made me regret doing that for the rest of my life. <laughs> hey, hey it's, it's good. I'm editing yeah. this one. Uh, okay. There's no chance I'll do something like that. <laughs> but uh, rock, you're just rock reading and, that off the Rock and Pod Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty. You're legit. Rock and Podopedia. Uh, now August sixth through eighth, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, gonna have uh, just the the expo pre party concert. Uh, we're looking at doing a movie screening after the expo. That's still a little up in the air. But then uh, also possibly some musician clinics at SIR on Sunday. And, uh, you know, if you're a music podcaster, you want to come, you know, register rockandpod.com, go to the podcaster tab and join us. We're already about halfway full on our podcast space. So that's pretty cool. And then um, special guests like uh, Billy Sheehan, Tommy Skeel from Tesla and his band Resistant Bite, Don Jameson, the comedian from that metal show, Uh, Jason Beeler's coming back, Ron Keel, of course, the mayor of Rock and Pod and. I'm already working on getting a hot tub set up with Coors Light. I'm working on that. <laughs> um, I brought that up in our interview with him. I know that was uh, that was hilarious. I appreciate that. But yeah, so you know, and a lot a lot more guests that are um, in the works right now, and then uh, some exciting stuff behind the scenes going on. But I'll be able to announce it. I'd like to come on again uh, as we get closer to it, if that's cool with you guys. Oh, we'll definitely oh, work yeah. that out. Yeah, and um, yeah. and I hope you guys will join us again this year. That's oh, the yeah, plan, right, LC? I actually put my vacation yeah. slip in today, uh, Chris. Nice, awesome, so cool. No, yeah. I, I, uh, I definitely admit, like I was. We actually uh, talked a lot about your the expo last episode this week that we put out. Yeah, and like, no, I mean, I was really looking forward to going last year, obviously, yeah. and missed you guys, and really looking forward to this year's. So, and I will say, uh, you you are right. Everybody has a great time except me. 
You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And then I relax for a day and then I announce the next one. You relax in your garage. Oh, yes. We love you, man. With yes. friends. Love you guys. Oh, too. yeah. It's great. I mean, because Camaro's always chill. He's always looking pimp as yeah. fuck, walking around right. like he owns the damn place, which he pretty much does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you're over there like, I have no idea where a box cutter is. Uh, is that, you know, so, well, in, in fairness, I, I was able to enjoy it a lot more last the last time because um, we, we we've our, our staff working it has increased every year so i i have a little more free time freeze you up a little bit continue this year good well very good yeah and, and i would like to say a pitch yeah if you are a podcast uh especially rock centric you gotta come man it's a lot of fun and it, it's it's so cool uh, I, I try to do my best sales pitch in the last one. We'll, we'll get into it as we go on, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. It has helped our show out tremendously. But it's it's more about honestly. I want to go back because I want to hang out again. That's really about it. It's it's like exactly. the most fun hang you can have. And um, yeah, and if you're in, and also where where shows meet their listeners, there's a lot of listeners that come out to our to you know all of our shows, and and we get to hang out for the weekend. So. If you're a Cobras and Fire listener, you know, especially you, Jay Shabluski, you can come out and, uh, and hang out with people. <laughs> yeah, he, he listens to every show there. Uh, yes, he does. Man, that, that guy is amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I need to, I really, probably the worst thing about 2020 and the whole disaster that ended up being was that I always look forward to at least once a year to uh, be too busy drinking beer to have dinner at a reasonable hour with my co-host. So yeah, I'm exactly. looking forward to that. Uh, I would need to get back to Nashville and like, uh, like, come on, break bread with me. And like, dude, I'm I'm in the halfway through a Coors Light here. I I can't go eat. Yeah, I'll, no, have, a, I'll have a Cobb I, salad I, uh, at one a.m. That's right, and I look forward to crying on my beer all alone at the uh, at the restaurant with nobody to talk to. Oh, uh, see, this, this is what he does. He makes me feel bad, and now I got to go eat with a guy. <laughs> I'd love the story about uh, the un- the awkward ride in the elevator with Tony Harnell and Michael Sweet and their lady friends. They got oh, off yes. one floor before we did. So I didn't even have like an easy out. It was, but it was. Eh. The, the weird, the thing that's awkward about that elevator ride is like you've already interviewed them for a half hour. You're like, I have nothing else to say to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the whole Toomey restaurant scenario. Okay, oh, that was that was way more fresh in their mind. Where I was yeah, dragging them away from their table, but uh, Baco became his personal handler just to keep him away from people. <laughs> uh, at, at one point, at one point, I go, I, I remember that, like, uh, just going to, saying to Baco, "Listen, it's going to go over better if you go there because he likes you more than me." But he's got to get out of that table right now. Yeah. yeah. I turned around at one. I'm talking to Michael and Tony and my wife and everybody's there, and I'm talking to them. And I see out of my peripheral vision, I see Toomey, and he's got this shit-eating grin on his face. And I look at his eyes. I was like, he's really fucked up. And I was like, he's about to say something that he's going to regret, and we're all going to regret. And that's when Baco walks up and he grabs him by. He goes, "You need to come with me." And he walked away. <laughs> right. Nice. Save Toomey. See, and that's the thing about Rock and Pot. Everybody's having a good time. So yeah. even if you have a little bit too good of a time, well, you're yeah. surrounded by friends that are going to watch out for you. <laughs> Damn right. It's, it's a classic metal environment. Exactly. Where else are you, you going to talk about the pros and cons of a Gorky Park album? <laughs> Other than here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cons and cons. Thanks a lot, gentlemen. LC, should we call it a night? Absolutely. Let's get out of here. Rock's not dead. But it is singing an off-key version of Send in the Clowns. Vote for Peter Chris. <laughs> oh, God.
think of that if you broke it down and really, really listened to it and gave right. it your honest. Everybody's going to kill me. I forgot to start recording. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, at least we're this? only on the first pick. It's okay. Well, you're still new to this. Uh, is Jim Florentine on the line, too? Yeah, no kidding. This is yeah, the Jim Jeff Florentine Tate interview all over again. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.